Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is bringing America one enslaved mind at a time. Welcome and really glad to be with you. Uh, we have Sam Onald on this, Pastor Sam Onald, our Latin American expert. And, of course, we have been discussing some of the events transpiring in Ecuador, and it's getting ugly. And we wanted to get Sam's perspective up because he's got unique contacts there that a lot of us don't. Before we join Sam, though, I'm warning you right now that Biden is doing everything he can do to wipe out mid-sized banks, and he's making it painful for the big four. And do you want to lose everything because Dodd-Frank Law 2010 says they can take your money anytime they want? Because you've been declared since 2010 to be an unsecured creditor. This is an illegal law, but who's going to stop them, right? So you can right now, by letting Noble Gold help you, remove your retirement, put it under your control, back it with gold, which has lasted 6,000 years in value, and you'll be free and clear, and they can't touch you. You can start to do some of the same things with your bank account, just leaving operating capital in. I'm imploring you to move now. And I've got to give a warning here, and then I'm going to give an antidote to the warning. The warning is this, is that any time you do any kind of investment or money movement, there's an inherent risk, and past performance can't be construed with future expectation. We fully agree with giving warnings like this, but I will say this. I've been an advertiser for Noble Gold for over six years. I've been a customer for over five. And I'm telling you, the, my, my read of the banking situation right now, you could have days, weeks, or a few short months but things are about ready to change forever. It is ugly. Talk to the people at Noble Gold. I'll send you a free information packet at DaveHodgesGold.com, DaveHodgesGold.com. Or if you feel the urgency, you can call them directly, 877-646-5347. If you don't go to some kind of parallel economy right now, it's going to be a 1929 moment for a lot of people. 877-646-5347. Sam, welcome to the show. Uh, we are facing dire consequences across the board. We've looked at the Lloyd Austin thing. We don't believe a thing the government's saying about what's going on with him. I'm not going to get into that here, but this, this administration is knee deep in everything negative going on on the planet right now. And so before we go into the Ecuadorian situation, have you found U.S. involvement in exacerbating the problems there? Uh, we actually may be on the side of right this time around because it's possible that General Richardson and the SOUTHCOM trained military will prevail 
in taking their country back. Okay. I was just watching RT and they were a little bit critical of the U.S. being involved in that. And I have been too in, in other nations, but that's the one thin line. Uh, while you're, before we get too far off of the subject of gold, I just want every American to know that we're looking at this because it's coming to America. Yeah. And there has been wave after wave after wave. This president has one year in office, like the lady president of Bolivia, Janina Añez Chavez. She was not aggressive enough in sending out her military to crush the drug cartels. And she's in the dungeon today. She's in a gloomy dungeon in Bolivia. And so the lessons for that nation's defeat in this hour and many others, these are the, these are the waves that are lapping up against the United States of America and the unrest that's going on right there where armed criminal gangs, many of them immigrants, have gone in and taken over a TV station. I mean, this is like the 1970s uh, or 1980s coups in Africa and Eastern Europe. And and so just understand that this is coming to America, and this is what Dave is telling you about, of building your parallel economy outside of the system so that when there's this kind of unrest that is coming here, well, I'm not there, but it is coming to America, you can have some sort of, of a defense. So where would you like to begin? Well, it's going on in the region. Um, and it's communist Chinese backed. I'm convinced of that. And what I mean by that is that you got Panama where they're having a battle over land rights, but it's not just land rights. It's the Chinese trying to take over everything. And the Panamanian people have had enough and they're protesting and we're, our media is giving it no coverage yet. I've got expats on the ground that I, that I know. Some of them were actually part of the Phoenix Freedom, uh, Freedom's Phoenix movement, uh, with Ernie Hancock that, uh, I'm real good friends with and I speak at often. And they're giving me information on the ground. Michael Yan is talking about this. Uh, it's a regional push for upsetting all democratic governments by the communist Chinese at its root. And they're using cartel interests to do it. Cartel terrorism. Now you're correct on that. Vito, this began because the most dangerous criminal in all of Ecuador, his name is El Fito, he escaped from prison. His cartel, his gang, is the, the strongest gang in all of Ecuador, and they're connected to the Sinaloa cartel, which is El Chapo's cartel. So this is the El Chapo jailbreak all over again. And the oh El Chapo jailbreak, which also happened twice, this criminal had escaped before, and was picked up three months later and thrown back in the, in, in the, in the prison. What it has in common with El Chapo is that there are elements inside of the government that are for the gangs. And immediately once he escaped, this gang that controls all the, uh, all the prisons in Ecuador immediately began to riot, take guards hostage, et cetera, et cetera. Aside from what's happening on the outside with unrest in the streets, now, where it's different from Panama is that Panama is, uh, they got a leftist president in, he's, he's actually been okay. He's not been a crusader on the side of darkness like Gustavo Petro or Gabriel Boric in, in their different flavors of, of ardent leftism. He's kind of tried to get along, but he's not been, he has not been a, uh, reformer. He's not been, uh, a, a two-fisted lawman. 
when this started to break out in Ecuador, my first signal was a tweet from Javier Malay, the new president of Argentina, which I had a lot of doubts about him, but I have very few now. This guy is a gunslinger. He has come in and, and disbanded out of 21 departments of the Argentine government. Now there are only nine. So he disbanded 11 departments of the government. He is doing his campaign promise to take a chainsaw to the old gravy train government regime. And that's the guy. He, he tweeted out once, free Ecuador. And I thought, what the heck is going on? And then he tweeted out, Ecuador needs a Naib Bukele El Salvador style movement now. And so he put his weight behind the new president of Ecuador sending the military to the streets to crush the gangs. If we see that, if the military is on the right side, which it may be in Ecuador, they could, they could make a stand for their nation and push the leftists back. But you see the Chinese are on the side of the Sinaloa gang of El Fito the criminal, who's the counterpart. Somebody said that I look like Dr. Doom in my red and black chair. <laughs> As while we're talking about Bondville, Fito is that. He's got this great big woolly beard. He's a barrel of a, 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 a monstrous and strong man. He looks like Rasputin. And so there's a counterpart to the presidency, and that's what the Chinese are really trying to uh, support. They're supporting the gangster side, the drug dealer side. Yeah, I've got a little information, Sam. You just opened my eyes with one of your comments. When El Chapo was arrested and then uh, to avoid Mexican corruption, to get him released again from prison or escape from prison, they put him in a U.S. prison. And he, they wouldn't let him implicate any U.S. politicians, but he tried to implicate Nancy Pelosi. I have a photo of Beto O'Rourke and Nancy Pelosi together in Mexico during that time frame. Nancy Pelosi, and I don't know if it was you that told me this. I know another source that told me this was Jim Mars. And Nancy Pelosi went and visited the wife of El Chapo. Uh, they were friends. Listen to me. I'm telling you right now, Nancy Pelosi is in bed with this counter movement in, in Ecuador. I don't need to know any more because I know her history with organized crime. This goes back to her father, the black nobility and the mafia. Uh, and this is no secret. I'm not giving groundbreaking information here. I'm just connecting dots. Uh, so you may have an official, yeah, we support Ecuadorian president and what he's doing. You may get that as the official line. But I'm telling you, there's forces behind the scenes that are working with the communist Chinese and the cartels to unsettle this government. In the U.S. swamp. And this is why I've been hard on General Laura Richardson and said, hey, we need you fighting for these nations' freedom. See, this is what Craig Fowler did, her predecessor, the admiral that led Southcom and the cousin of Charlie and Michael Flynn. Now, is that right? Did I get that right? I think that he is cousins with the uh, ex-head of Northcom and yeah, maybe not right. with the Flynn's. Uh-huh. Uh, nevertheless, those people are all patriots that are close to and known by one another. And it was Craig Fowler that made Naib Bukele's presidency and reform happen. When he said that Ecuador, that El Salvador was going to turn around, 
I, w- I thought you are nuts. But the fact is our military was working very hard to cut through the swamp and to help a, an, a nationalist candidate, an El Salvador first candidate to come to the top. So that's how El Salvador turned around. Everybody wonders what the miracle is. And a lot of it has to come into the, has to do with coming to the Lord Jesus that he invited the gospel into his nation, that they repented at his inauguration as a nation and and pledged as a nation to serve the Lord God Almighty and the Lord Jesus Christ and to follow the Bible in their nation. Well, the help of God cannot be denied. And then a firm hand, mano dura, they say in Spanish. And this is what Javier Malay is calling for. It's pretty shocking that and, and, and this is what I said about Malay coming in when he took power and immediately started to cut out the pork. I mean, aggressively. And he made, he made, uh, he made ties with the old government, the old conservative government that was forced out by election fraud four years earlier. The, the presidential candidate, Mauricio Macri was the ex-president and Patricia Bullrich was his security minister. So in charge basically of the military and the police. Excellent internal. And she was running for president. I was really disappointed that she was pushed aside. She didn't have Malay's star power, of course. But Malay, when he took the lead, Bullrich and Mauricio Macri endorsed him. And then immediately after he won the presidency, he conferred with them. Because there's congressional seats that they their party controls and governorships that their party controls. And so they could have stonewalled Malay, but they all came together. Anyhow, Malay's in charge now, and he's getting ready to send his military to the streets that that backed him and put him in power. One of the things that turned around my skepticism was learning that he had 90% support from the military of Argentina and 70% from the police. Those are institutions that are historically on the gravy train, but when they realized they were being bled to death, they put their weight behind getting a nationalist, candidate and a nationalist president. Yeah, Sam, let me so ask Novoa, you. Let me ask you a question. Because this will frame their mindset. What's their approach to World Economic Forum type of environmentalism, World Health Organization type of medical martial law, and buying into the implementation of central bank digital currency? When you answer those questions, that'll tell me where they're coming from. I'm going to say that Ecuador uses the United States dollar, which makes them heavily dependent upon our economy. And like Javier Malay, this president, Noboa, immediately reached out to the IMF, which is the organ, although globalist, that Trump used to save Argentina's peso during the previous conservative presidency. Now, there are a lot of those detailed answers about Noboa that I can't give you right here. This event took me by surprise as much as anybody else. Really, his taking the presidency took everyone by surprise. This was, I'm going to say, a military operation. Remember that it was one of, he, Noboa basically took the place of the candidate that was assassinated. And Noboa campaign from then on with an olive drab steel military helmet and flak jacket, you know, a Kevlar bulletproof vest. And so he didn't take the uh 
the place of that party, but out of the eight candidates, this... We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. We already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow for example they've got half off my pillow bed sheets more than half off their slippers their sandals their mattresses their topper covers women's lingerie now, they have extremely great products as you all know Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. That's how he kind of came to the surface. And for him to win the presidency kind of by a landslide was a shock. Also, remember, this comes after Muerte Cruzada. This comes after the, the, the Mexican standoff of the three-way death where previous president, Guillermo Lasso, dissolved the government. And then he had the opportunity to run again, but a, a lot of people are crestfallen after being betrayed like that. His popularity was very low. And, and, and this also is a difference between Panama and Ecuador. Ecuador is coming out of about six and a half to seven years of conservative presidency. And that was a shock 
So the left has governed for a long time in Ecuador. And the height of that is Rafael Correa. This was a communist implicated in Odebrecht, implicated in the car wash scandal and uh, the Sao Paulo Forum. This was a communist government that you could bring up the Chinese that they put in power. He handpicked his vice president, Lenin Moreno, to run when he was constitutionally prohibited. Lenin Moreno won the presidency and turned the whole nation around. This is somebody who was trained his whole life to be a communist. And when he saw the corruption of it and was finally in the highest office of the land, he turned it around. So if you turn on the news and watch the news reports like I was doing, I just turned on world news before we began this broadcast, there was Ecuador right there. And they're talking about how the nation's been torn apart by these seven years of conservative government. Now, the opposite is true. In fact, the whole reason that Trump made friends with Latin America is because he made friends with Lenin Moreno. That's its own story that we've covered in prior broadcasts, but it's kind of shocking that Trump waited outside the White House, outside with Melania, standing on his feet like a waiter for the president of a small nation and a Hispanic. And the fact that those two connected on security and on reducing taxes and bilateral trade and bilateral anti-drug operations, that's what turned Latin America around in the last year of the Trump presidency, culminating in Trump and the president of Mexico, Andres Manuel, being very close. So that was a shock to everyone. And then this new president took over, Guillermo Lasso, There was so much opposition, as you say, from the Chinese that he was facing impeachment. There were riots. They've also had a million migrants come into their nation that caused chaos. And because of all that, he declared three-way death, muerte cruzado. And that's how Daniel Noboa won the election. It's a miracle that he's in if he's very strong with using the military. And I'm talking about lethal operations against Cartels, drug-growing regions, uh, mafia bosses. He needs to come after them like like we have done against uh, ISIS and the Arab world and the terrorist leaders there. If he does that, their nation might just pull out. Yeah, I'm hearing from I'm hearing from expats in Ecuador. I've known expats there for gosh, going on 15 years now. And they're telling me some of the same stories. But, Sam, I want to go back to, because you didn't really answer my question. This administration, CBDC, and all the other things I mentioned, extreme environmentalism to the detriment of the middle class, um, what are their positions on just those two things? What, what What's his position here? Because this will tell me everything I need to know. Okay, uh, and I, I, I'm going to apologize that I don't have the hard facts ready in this interview like I have in many others. This yeah, is and kind I'll of say an this emergency. Too. Yeah, we put this together very late last night. Uh, so I, yes. I, this was done on the run. I agree. Okay, so you're saying his positions on World Health Organization, pandemic treaty, uh, extreme environmentalism, taking all CO2 away from people, letting them freeze to death, not cook their food, and... uh um, his cozying up to the Chinese, the communists, and so forth. I'm going to make uh, CBDC. So, so, can you do you have any information on any aspect of those three variables? The one point I want to make on that is that he's a businessman. His father is the richest man in all of Ecuador. He's the banana mogul, and every billionaire businessman 
that's taken a presidency has not allowed the environmentalists to just run roughshod over the nation. The president of Chile, Sebastian Piñera, did a little. He hosted the COP28 and so forth. But at the same time, he owns an airline. They're burning a lot of fuel. I may be mixing him up with Mauricio Macri, who owns airlines. But no billionaire president that's come in has gone along with that one-world carbon agenda. It is the communists like Lula da Silva and Petro that do that. And so just because of his background in business, holding an MBA from Northwestern University, U.S. educated, I just don't see him uh, going hook, line, and sinker for all of that. But Ecuador's connection with the dollar makes them something of a slave makes them to vulnerable U.S. To financial policy. Okay, you're, It does. He's going to be allowed so much leeway, in my opinion, by this administration. Sam, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I know that I'm correct on this one thing. The nefarious forces of Pelosi, Schumer, Schiff, okay, Beto O'Rourke, the Bush family, they are tied to organized crime globally. And I've left out a lot. Liz Cheney is another. Uh, and I'm telling you that given the associations, we may be saying one thing with our government, but I'm telling you, behind the scenes, we're doing something entirely different to undermine this freedom movement. Let me ask you this. Didn't I'll we see, you, didn't we see an this. undermining of the movement to help Bolsonaro by the same forces in Brazil? Definitely. And in, okay. in Ecuador and Peru and Colombia, this is very clear because I'll tell you who is on the bandwagon of this environmentalism. Because she was the White House attache for Al Gore yeah, okay. on environmental issues is General Laura Richardson that runs South Southcom. And yeah, that is why, yeah. that's why I've been critical of her and instructed the civil government, our senators and Congress people to watch her like a hawk and to get her in the hot seat and say, Hey, what are you doing about the Chinese trying to topple this nation that's an ally? Well, they're doing it here, too. Let, let me bring in something, Sam, because we're brainstorming here because, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we put this together on the run because it's critical. And it's something that Doug Thornton and I have talked about recently as well, too, and will again. Uh, I'll say this. I've produced incontrovertible proof for the last two months of Chinese soldiers being fully admitted to the United States, and I have solid sources some will not come out, but one is Michael Yan through Paul Preston, Paul Preston through some of his sources with the Trump people. And I'm telling you, Sam, we have Dick Durbin confirming what I'm going to tell you. And this is shocking. Communist Chinese soldiers are crossing the border into California. That's not a secret. What's not well known is they're going into Camp Pendleton in high numbers and they're being put into the U.S. military. And Dick Durbin was asked... On tape, and I've seen the interview. Should we allow illegal aliens into our military? Yes, he said. If they serve bravely, they should be allowed to become citizens. Laura Richardson is part of this movement. She is undermining the American military on behalf of the Chinese Communist government. Sam, I'm telling you, I'm on solid ground with this. Doug and I have been exposing it. Paul and I have been exposing it. Uh, and, and Dick Durbin was backed into a corner and admitted it. So I don't know. And by the way, people that's don't know. My Dick, concern, Dick Dave, that's my senator concern. That's my concern. 
That's right. my concern, Dave, and I published it first, and it was a very bold and aggressive thing to do to come out and implicate the, uh, the, the commanding general of the United States Southern Command as working for un- American forces and for not doing their, their basic job to defend the Panama Canal and the canal zone. When things started to heat up in the Guyanas, uh, I think she got on the ball a little bit, but, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very concerned about that. And now we have this situation with Lloyd Austin also. It's, it's really time for our civil government to demand control of the military and to demand that the military is not working for un-American forces or for some environmentalist hoax. Um, Even Michael Yano fell out of his chair when I sent him my article about, uh, about Laura Richardson empowering militaries of American nations, of nations in Latin America, to do civil police work to violate our policy in the USA of posse comitatus. But at the same time, now in Ecuador, a military that Trump really strengthened with aircraft, with training, with joint operations, that is the one thin blue line, if you will, between Ecuador and uh, total collapse. Well, Panama's in the same situation, and you mentioned that Laura Richardson undermined the security of the Panama Canal, which benefited China's move in Panama. Okay, um, Laura Richardson is playing for the other side, Sam. I'm telling you, she's she's turning so. a she's turning a blind eye to CCP soldiers coming into the country. I mean, I, I've shown the pictures. They're marching in straight lines. They're stopped by Border Patrol. They set their little one-item backpack down near their right foot in front, many of them standing at parade at rest. I was raised on military bases. I know a soldier when I see one. And everyone who's looked at this says the same thing, and yet they're just turned loose. Listen, i got two Border Patrol sources that I've had since 2014 in the first Central American invasion, and they are telling me that these soldiers, are. they say the rumor they're going into Camp Pendleton, uh, when I was in San Diego last July, okay, we were in Oceanside for vacation. It's where we take extended family vacation. A lot of us go over there. We've done it for years. You go down to the pier, I saw Chinese mail after Chinese mail, which is right next to Camp Pendleton. This isn't, this is right. newly reported, Sam. This started in November with the report, but I'm telling you, I saw evidence of it with my own eyes in July. Uh, this, exactly. this is an invasion force. And the point I'm making is this, is that the Ecuadorians are going to face the same challenges that will undermine their government from the, the covert forces here in America that we're seeing here undermining our military. And you mentioned Lloyd Austin. I just want to get this on the record for this broadcast. Lloyd Austin isn't Go. heard from, from the Pen- from uh, the White House for five days. They admit to this. And now they're saying, oh, yeah, this was just prostate cancer, da-da-da. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. That's a routine medical procedure. There's nothing earth-shattering about this. There's something going on here that they don't want known, and they couldn't have bumbled this any better. Every day, Lloyd Austin and his people have to meet with the vice president. Every day. There's no way this went five days. And, Sam, I don't know if this is connected to Ecuador and Panama, but I suspect it is. Let me just throw some more cards on the table because this is disturbing. Uh, just so that, just so that America knows where, 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 where we are. Now, David, you and I have, as wave after wave after wave has splashed against our continent, 
way, maybe way down south where bananas grow, we've reported, hey, this could be irreversible change. This could be, as you opened up in your gold ad, the, the forever change. This could be it. We've reported that many times, and things have calmed back down a little bit, but understand where we're at right now. Ecuador goes into elections, an electoral cycle, in February, next month, in days. I'm not sure what day, but probably within this weekend or this week, Guatemala is supposed to install their shill president-elect, who's a hardline communist, Bernardo Arevalo. And, and, and it's anybody's guess whether the current conservative president, a second-generation conservative, is going to just send out the military in Guatemala and say, no, we're not allowing the communist takeover. We're not, we, we are not, uh, implementing this fraudulent electoral victory. That's going to happen within days. And don't forget the Guyanas. Now, it was because Southcom went in there. The U.S. sent advisors into Guyana immediately, Southcom teams, and made flybys of the uh, Essequibo region, which is the region that Venezuela has said, oh, we're taking this. The U.S. Air Force went in and and flew over that to let everybody know that if Maduro comes in, it's going to uh, uh, it's going to be on. So. We've reported on this, and, and, and when you ask me, Sam, what's the geopolitical significance of this? I said, listen, there's three little Guyanas. There's less people in them than in, in the Gaza Strip. And if the communists link up and push them into the sea, we lose our beachhead in South America. And that is what the Chinese want before they topple Ecuador and Peru. And now Ecuador is being toppled, and Peru has sent troops to the Ecuadorian border. This this could This week, Everything could just catch fire. Beware. Oh, Dave, I lost your sound. Your mic is uh, muted, Dave. Okay, there you go. Um, yeah, I'm, go trying to su- I'm trying to suppress the coughing of what I'm, I'm coming down with. But anyway, um, there's a move. We saw it was successful with Bolsonaro in Brazil. There's a move to unseat anything that's not pro-globalist, pro-China, anti-American, and I'll tell you, I'll give you the bottom line. Once you remove Panamanian uh, conservatism from the people, it's not their government that's conservative, but the people are. If you re- if you take control of Guatemala, if you continue to liberalize Mexico, undermine Ecuador, go down the line here, it adds up to one thing. Communist Chinese control the region for the purpose of a Red Dawn invasion down the road. And that's happening right now and has been happening for a long time just because it's, it's like when you're building a fire and it smokes and smokes and smokes and smokes and it just will not catch. And sometimes you can even dump gasoline on it and it will not catch. But when it catches, boom. And that's where we're at. The coals are smoking. All the elements are there. And you talk about Mexico. We're going into an election cycle here and the Chinese want so bad to steal it. The people of Mexico want the current administration to continue, the reforms to continue, but the drug dealers are livid, and there is so much drug money. They can pick up kids off the street and recruit them, get them on drugs, give them, flood them with money and guns, and, and, and replenish their ranks, even as many drug dealers as are dying. A very famous lady uh, hitman, <laughs> Sicaria, was killed in a inner gang 
internecine gunfight over just this weekend, La Chucky. She's, she's called Chucky. Even though that happens, the, the amount of money coming in from this migrant trafficking is just overwhelming. And so Mexico is the other big question. They've resumed deportation flights, by the way. They're flying people back to Venezuela and from the northern border to the south of Mexico. Is this their illegal aliens that you were talking about? That are coming through Mexico. Yeah. Have Venezuelans and Colombians and Haitians. They, they, they just load them on a flight, either in the USA on the Texas border or on the Mexican side. They load them on a flight and take them back to the south of Mexico. So the current president, AMLO, is kind of not sweeping clean because he's the protector of all the migrants and dissidents of the world, myself included. But he has taken some steps to secure that border. And there's a lot of big talk about that. It's That's its own issue and problem. But I brought it up just to say that the 2024 election cycle is very dangerous in Mexico. And they've got Eduardo Verastegui out there. He's still under mind control. He's done a lot with the, the uh, Sound of Freedom movie to bring attention to the, the child and human trafficking problem. And that's good. But if it becomes the new Bushite war on drugs, where the it's a really a war for drugs, where the police organizations that are engorged with government money supposedly to fight it are actually the ones that are breaking El Chapo out of jail, if it becomes that, it'll be pointless. And, and that's where veracity is. This candidacy, dangerous. There's, there's another variable here that's permeating through the region and in the United States and Canada. The creation of Chinese police stations. Uh, and they are not there to police. They are there to facilitate cartel activity. And Sam, I've reported on this now for a few years. In the United States... The Sinaloas control urban trafficking of all types. In the United States, the CJNG cartel controls the rural areas in same activities. And the common force behind them in the United States is China. Their main product is fentanyl, which is killing about 100,000 Americans a year. Most of them are young males of fighting age between 20 and 30. This is an act of war and why the traitor Biden looks the other way. This is all part of what you're talking about in Ecuador. It's all part of the same thing. And the reason I'm able to connect this so well is because I got expats in Ecuador. Some of them have CIA backgrounds. Some of them have DHS backgrounds. Some of them military intelligence. And when I started writing about some of the things that you and I were talking about, I drew them out of their covers because they felt they could trust me, and I get information I'd say pretty much on a monthly basis. Now I'm getting it on a daily basis. Sam, I'm telling you, this is prelude to region conquering. It's being funded largely by drug trafficking and child trafficking, and some of that money is skimmed off, and it's going towards Chinese Belt and Road bribing politicians. Do you agree with all this? Because this is what these men in Ecuador are telling me. Yes, Dave, and this is not hearsay anymore. What began as anonymous tips and then led to more sound tips, now this is open policy. We have it established that El Fito's gang is the Sinaloa cartel. They are a local, you know, a South American Mm -hmm. counterpart allied with the Sinaloa cartel. Right. Yes. Sam, if you talk 
Sinaloa cartel, you're talking China. When you talk China, you're talking Sinaloa cartel. People need to understand this is the current undermining of our structure, the fabric of our legal system in this country that's been undermined by the Biden administration. And now we're looking at it being used to promulgate the suppression of anything that would be pro-American, anti-World Economic Forum, anti-globalism, personal empowerment. It's all being used to subjugate the region under China. And Sam, what do you think these Chinese soldiers are coming into America for? It's the same thing they're doing in Ecuador and Panama. We're going to be seeing, we're, we're going to be seeing all these things here. And I'm going to say this to the head of Southcom, Lloyd Austin, Joe Biden, all this administration, right down to Nancy Pelosi and her organized crime connections. They are all part of this undermining of the U.S. Sam, I'm going to throw something at you because of your uh, pastoral background. I are satanic and they're working for the communist undermining of our government and the destruction of our nation, including Americans. Pelosi's history and her roots are with Catholic mafia. The mafia was a Catholic guerrilla movement that operated for centuries. And this is also the wellhead. If you go back generations where the Rodham family comes from. Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. Listen, no, that's not. Don't assume people know. You're talking Hillary Clinton's family. Okay. I'm talking Hillary Clinton's family. It's Hillary Rodham Clinton. Rodham mm-hmm. is her maiden name, and uh, Hot Springs, Arkansas, was where those gangsters, and I'm talking in Prohibition, would go and hide their money and have their hideout far away from Chicago. Maybe Daniel Naboa lived in Chicago, attending Northwestern long enough to understand that we have the same sickness in our nation as he has in Catholic Latin America and that it needs to be resisted. But, yes, you know what a made man is? This is going back, you know, 80 years in history. But a made man in the mafia is someone who has been selected, been groomed, been conditioned, and then submitted to a blood rite where a sacrifice by fire is made to an idol that is... The Virgin Mary. This is the root of all evil. I understand Americans do not have the same feelings as Latin America that was subject to a brutal conquest by the popes of Rome and and a ruling class of pedophile nuns and priests that controlled education, controlled schools, controlled the police, controlled taxation until Teddy Roosevelt threw them out in the Spanish-American War. The root of all evil is not Washington, D.C., and it is not London. It is the city of Rome, the city of Seven Hills. That is where the harlot rides the the scarlet-colored beast. The proponents of international banking, the um, Federal Reserve today, the first national bank with Hamilton, Hamilton's belief is something you said in this interview that man is too stupid, too ignorant to rule over themselves, and there has to be an autocratic rule. And this is what he tried to convince Washington of. This is why he was behind the first national bank. And a central bank is what subjugates a country. Um, now, we, we've had those interests for a long time, Sam. I'm not, and listen, on the other side of this was Hamilton, was uh, Jefferson and Adams. Washington was caught in the middle, but he ended up siding on the side of the first national bank 
And thank goodness Andrew Jackson came along and did what he did in the 1830s to national banking, and we had about 80 years of freedom because of that, and the dollar held its value. And I don't, we can't get into it too far because of time, but what I'm telling you is we've had these evil interests in our country, uh, but we've had uh, opposition interests that are pro-American, pro-God, but we've had conflict here. We're not the pure sisters on the block. We have evil people, and we have had since our origins in government. Ben Franklin, you know, people aren't going to like this, but I'm convinced he was a pedophile and engaged in those interests when he was in Great Britain. And I've seen the evidence. Now, maybe the evidence has been fabricated. Maybe the History Channel wanted to demean him for whatever reason. But I'm saying I don't think we can give America a clean bill of health across the board. We've had the same satanic conflicts with good and evil in this country that have existed across all of time and in all of nations. It is important to remember that Carol Quigley, who wrote Tragedy and Hope and established the doctrine of the Anglo-American establishment, the title of another book of his, The Anglo-American Establishment, was a Jesuit at Georgetown University, a Mm -hmm. a professor at Georgetown University in Washington, D.C., which which is where the the lawfare against conservative journalists has been quarterbacked from. It's very important to remember that. Because people, including Alex Jones, quote Carol Quigley like it is gospel in the Bible, and he was a disinformation disinformation specialist and BS artist from the very beginning. Every and lie, I understand, Dave, but that, Sam, that a lot lie, of well-meaning patrons... Every lie starts with the truth. And I will tell you this, oh. Paul Preston's been on the Jesuits case more than anybody I know in this country, and it's centered in Chapman University. It has been for decades. Um, but Paul has been all over this, and, and I agree with what you're saying about the Jesuits. I totally agree 100%. You want to see an organization that's behind child sex trafficking? I just told you who they are. Uh, Catholic Charities is the worst of the worst, and they're the ones who are facilitating much of what's crossing our border. Uh, but that's another story for another time. I think we both agree on this. We may disagree on Derek Gilbert. Uh, Tom Horn, I don't know well enough to defend, but, you know, you kind of caught me off guard. But that aside, I think we agree that what's going on in Latin America is a direct threat to the United States with a communist takeover that will someday come to engulf us. And they're planting their resources in this country as we speak. And people like the head of Southcom and this administration are part and parcel to the bring down of the United States. Do we all agree? Do we agree on that? Yes, and, and as this, when what's going on in Ecuador happens in the U.S., you're going to have to judge your neighbor. Who is a good guy and who is a bad guy? And yeah, you're talking, fight, civil, you know, you're in, talking civil war, and I, I yeah, it's In bad. a battle. Yeah. And, and I would just like to make one more point about the malefactors. Paul Sam, L. Sam, we got, we got we got 30 seconds. Oh, my goodness. Paul L. Williams is a bad guy. He also is a professor at Sykes, at Sykeston Jesuit University. You can look up who that is. We'll do a show on Jesuits. I, I, I know yeah, we'll, have a, we'll have a lot of agreement on that because we've got pretty clear visions of good and evil, and they don't leave much doubt as to what they are. Uh, Sam, gospelgunslingers.com, what else do you want to promote? Please visit me there. Uh, listen, I'm coming, I'm coming out of hibernation. We have a lot to do. And, uh, if, if you're able, please click my button. 
send me a dollar. It helps more than you know. Okay. I agree. I agree. Sam, thank you for the lively, controversial debate here. I like it. Uh, I like to hear all sides, you know. Um, but anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we have to run. But keep in mind that the people who are running this country are not working in your best interest. Thanks, Sam. God bless you, Dave. Thank you. Biden's Fourth Reich is firmly going into place, and we have another element of it. And it's really disturbing, and it's right right where we thought it would be. Those of you who got laughed at years ago, five, six, eight years ago, saying, you know, we're headed down the wrong road. Obama was taking us into full-fledged uh, totalitarianism. Biden has increased it. He is increasingly invoking Nazi policies with East German Stasi and KGB enforcement techniques. We just hope that this administration doesn't graduate to the worst of China. But they could, because we're going to talk about the latest victim that's in the crosshairs of the Fourth Reich. The Fourth Reich in America is the Biden administration. My name is Dave Hodges. I'm the host of the Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And we are really happy to be with you because we're on digital platforms and you're joining us again in this segment. We'd ask that you would share this information far and wide. There's still a lot of people out there aren't fully aware of what's going on. A lot of people know things are wrong, but they don't connect the dots yet. And we've all been there. We've all been there in our growth. And the dot connecting needs to start now because we need massive amounts of people in the streets to stand up to what's going on and say no you're not going to do these things. So please share this far and wide. We're brought to you by a great product right here. This is the Fighter Flare flashlight. And uh, it's got a lot of scary devices on it here. That's a warning sign. This is solar powered. You don't need batteries. Now, I'll get to the lights in a second. But this cuts rope. This breaks glass. You'll never be trapped in your car. Cigarette lighter, uh, battery power pack. I mean, it lasts forever and a day. The long light, 500 meters, powered by 800 lumens. And then you've got the uh, strobe light for emergencies. You get the idea. This thing is an all-in-one military-grade hardware device. And it's very inexpensively priced, and they're offering an additional 15% off with the coupon code 15OFF. Go to fighterflare.com. The link is in the description box, fighterflare.com. Christians. In the crosshairs. Every time that we turn around, we see phrases like Christian nationalism. We hear MAGA with Christian overtones. And the Lord was right. Jesus said, they hated me long before they hate you. And uh, they're after Jesus. They're after God's prized creation, which is us. And the bottom line is, with all of this, is that they're not going to be satisfied until they've rooted all of us out by any means necessary. That's the key phrase. Now, what really has me going here? I want you to hear this. Major banks, like B of A, they're surrendering information on American people who have spent money on MAGA, Say you bought a MAGA hat online, credit card, debit card, goes back to your bank. 
They're turning that information over to the FBI, the IRS, the, all the usual suspects of tyranny. Why? Why do they need to know if you supported MAGA? Oh, that's right. September 1st, 2022, macabre background. Biden gets up and says, hey, you're MAGA, you're a domestic terrorist. We're trying to preserve democracy. All right, two wolves and a sheep. That's democracy. We covered that earlier today. Now, let's talk about what they're looking at here. They want to suppress all free speech. They're doing anything they can do to keep Biden out of the race. And I fear the worst if they're not able to do that. And they want to neutralize your power by declaring you to be a domestic terrorist. And that's what you are. You're a domestic terrorist if you support MAGA, political free speech. That's over half the country. They've declared war on us. But there's more, as they say in the infomercials. There is more. And I think you'll find this one really interesting. The banks are now surrendering information for people that buy Christian reading material. So let's say that you go to a website, your favorite Christian pastor, and he says, for a donation of any size, you can get me to send you this living guide of the Bible for the blah, blah, blah. Okay, so you get out your debit card, you put it in there, and boom, your bank has reported you as being a domestic terrorist Are you hearing what I'm saying here? You're being singled out if you bought a Bible, if you bought any religious reading material, if you bought uh, anything with MAGA, a MAGA shirt, a MAGA hat, if you bought a cross. Can you believe this? Now, isn't it interesting, though? We've reported on this earlier. Many of the people coming through the Darien Gap who are Chinese are having Jesus tattooed right here in the same font as everybody around them, and they're having these ornament religious necklaces around their necks. Hmm. I wonder who's paying for that. Well, that would be the NGOs. Who's paying for them? U.S. government. Mm-hmm. But the minute you buy a Bible, so why would they give this to immigrants coming in who really aren't from regions where they allow Christianity? The reason's simple. They want you to let your guard down. But how about the rest of us? You're on Team Jesus. You know a judgment day, you're going to be there, and you're going to be fine, and you're going to see all these bad people cast in the lake of fire. You'll have to give an accounting for your life, but you'll say, yeah, yeah, but I got saved. I got saved. And it wiped out all that. Welcome, my good and faithful servant. But that makes you a domestic terrorist now. You are a domestic terrorist. Do you pray? Domestic terrorism. You read the Bible? Domestic terrorism. You buy it? You give a donation? Domestic terrorism. Domestic, 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 terrorism, terrorism, terrorism. This is what we're looking at here, folks. This is Nazi Germany. Let me remind you of something. Back uh, as Hitler was coming into power, and they were beginning to propagandize the people about the evil nature of Jewish people... So you'd go to a German movie house, pay your inflated Deutschmark or whatever they were using today, and you would see a preliminary newsreel. Jews are the scourge of Germany. And then they would cut away and show rats scurrying around the room. 
basically implying if you're Jewish, you know better than a rat. Well, this is what we're getting in America today. You're being spied on? How long is it going to be till you lose your position? Because you belong to a religion that promotes hate speech. The only thing we hate as Christians is the sin. We love the sinner. We just hate the sin. That's hate speech. Okay? What would you call satanic speech? But anyway, I digress. Back to the point here. When we look at this information here, your banks are cooperating with the federal government to compile watch lists of Christians who have bought Christian reading material. You are an extremist. This should make you very, very nervous. You should say, I recognize this for what it is. The labeling and the listing. So you had to wear the Star of David. Mm. That was to identify to the German authorities that you were Jewish. Is this scary enough for you? This is happening in America right now. You're walking down the street. And you're praying silently to yourself. Dear Lord, please don't let him kill those babies. Please, Lord, please. And you're saying it to yourself. Madam, what are you doing? Walking down the street. Were you praying? Yes, you're under arrest. This is happening. This is happening. Christian persecution. Can you believe that B of A would give lists of people who bought Bibles? You know what? We should all buy Bibles and send them to members of Congress. Think they get the message? I have good news on that front. Let me digress for a second. Lady, step forward. I'm kind of waiting to hear back from her. I've given her my phone number. And she has secured the site, tossthemall.org. And what that means is we want to get rid of rhino Republicans, which is about 95% of Congress. We want them gone. We want them primaried out, and we want to replace them with people that will, don't want a democracy. Stop talking about that, that they want a constitutional republic where mob rule doesn't take over like it is now. So what are you going to do? Are you going to support us in this endeavor? And I don't know that this is a final solution, pun intended, I really don't. But I know one thing, at least we're trying. At least we're trying. And I have a feeling this could catch on like wildfire. Tostamall.org. I don't know if she's anything with the site. I'm sure she will. I'll hear from the lady. We'll get her on the show. And it'll be really, really interesting. Now, to our present dilemma, I'm waiting. Become a missionary of the truth. Please take words like this. Spread them far and wide, and we'll be happy to see you back here again next time. Thanks for joining us.
We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.